TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast. This episode of The Kickback is brought to you by Diamond in the Bluff Productions. Diamond in the Bluff is an up-and-coming entertainment company that's changing the bar trivia landscape. In the city of Memphis and surrounding areas, they offer some of the best topics, music, and prizes. Check them out at Facebook.com slash Diamond in the Bluff for the trivia schedule and locations. Uh, if you own a bar or a restaurant and you're interested in having Diamond in the Bluff come do a night, send them a message. That's at Facebook.com slash Diamond in the Bluff. Now let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kickback on the OAM Podcast Network, coming to you live from the beautiful Central Atrium in the Crosstown Concourse in Memphis, Tennessee. We are just kicking back, talking sports, talking life. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, and the OAMnetwork.com. If you're looking for us on iTunes, our logo looks like the old John TV Raps logo was bright for essence. You cannot miss it. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe to the show. Leave us a five star rating. Leave us a comment. If you like what you're listening to every time we record, you can catch us on Facebook Live. Uh, check that out at the OAM Memphis Facebook page for all the information on that. Check us out on our social medias. Uh, that's Facebook the kickback pod facebook.com slash kickback pod ig the underscore kickback underscore podcast twitter uh kickback 901 and yeah and everything else just hit us find us so we can find you and do give you the type of shows that you want to listen to but now that i got the business out the way let me introduce the people i got with me you know them you love them you miss them the kickbacks almanac J.O. J.O. Say what's up. Hola. Hola. Hola, mami. Uh, and as always, the man behind the computer sitting behind the glass, the voice. What's up, voice? Uh, hey, what's going on? How are you? Excellent. <laughs> He's always so surprised when I call it this. Uh, J.O., what's been going on, man? man? Life's good. Life is good. Well, why is life so good? Because it shouldn't be bad. There you go. I'm hold on. I'm I'm typing something right now. All right. So life is good because it shouldn't be bad, and I totally agree with that. Totally agree. How you been since the last time you recorded? Man, it's been great. It's been great. It's been great. Good things been happening. You know, bought some crappy bottle of water. Yeah. You you are not happy with the quality of the water that you're drinking right now. Yeah. And uh, I suggest that we boycott that place that you just got that water from. Yeah. If you had your choice, like, people don't like drinking Aquafina or Dasani. Like, what's your go-to bottled water? Um, Do you have a go-to bottled water? You might not have one. Smart water. Smart water. Smart water. Okay. Okay. Uh, My go-to water... It's the alkaline water at Whole Foods. Everybody loves that water. Like, literally. Like I said, I've, my, my boss has, like, 
a 18 pack of that water in her de- in her office just like room temperature and she guzzles that crap down I don't want to call it crap but I haven't had it before tremendous like I said like you said earlier I'm I'm from Memphis I, like, just give me some tap water yeah just give me some tap water I'm good with tap water alright J.O. Um, they announced in the NBA we'll start with the NBA since that's both in our wheelhouse they announced the starters for the all-star game and as you know, the All-Star Game format is a little bit different this year. They announced the starters for each conference. But the two uh, mo- the two players with the most votes get to be captain, and it's basically like a pickup game. So your captains for this year uh, are Le- one LeBron James. All right. And one Giannis Antetokounmpo. Ant- or as they like to call him, the Greek freak. Yeah. So... <clears throat> we got Giannis. He was a leading goat vote getter in the East, and this is the starters uh, from the East as they are: Giannis, Kyrie, Kimba Walker, Kawhi Leonard, Joel Embiid, and your all-star starters from the West: LeBron as the captain, Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant. Paul George, James Harden. So it's going to be a fun exercise for you and me right now. Like I said, so LeBron and Giannis are the captain. They can pick any of these eight players to be on their squad. They don't have to stay in the conference like they did a couple years ago. So they can do whatever. We're going to do it like this. I'm Giannis. Mm-hmm. You're LeBron. Yeah. You get to, we're going to pick our fives. I'm the GOAT. We're going to pick our fives. I'm going to let you know that I'm the GOAT. Who, who, uh, who you getting? You get the first pick. So you get picked between Steph, KD, Paul George, James Harden, Kyrie, Kimba, Kawhi, Joel, and Joel and B. Who you picking? Kevin Durant. You going KD? Uh, I will. If you're going KD, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Stephen. That's a strange pickup. Oh, oh, you don't like that pickup? Yeah, I just don't think Steph Curry is a really big like he he's going to goof around in the All Star game. If you want to win, I I I just think that he's more interested in kind of goofing around, hanging out than he's going to be at, at winning an All Star game. Uh-huh. I can I can see that he had some goofy plays last year. Yeah, he did. He lays he, down on the floor because he doesn't want to get dunked on. Like, on I just goofy play the other night. He did have a goofy play the other night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> When he tried, I don't. Was he gonna try to dunk it? Yeah, he was gonna bam that. Was he gonna try to dunk it anyway? He slipped and he slipped into into. That's a good point. That's a good point. I'm just. I'm going. Hopefully, I'm getting serious, Steph. Okay. I want to have a talk with him before the game and say, "Hey, Steph, I need you to be like Steph, who's like going out there trying to like, hit, Steph, like an All Star three uh, record." Or the something. game is in Charlotte, Steph's hometown. Okay. Wouldn't it be good for you to come and win MVP at the All Star game in your hometown of Charlotte? So I'm, I, you know, I, that's that's part of the reason why I chose Steph. He, I mean, you're not going to get guarded super heavy, so he could just light it up. If he, he could, ju- yeah. To. If he's if he own, he own. Mm. Who you got next? Who you got with your with your second pick? I'll take Kawhi. He's going to go Kawhi Leonard. It's a good pick. Got a lot of length on your team there. Got LeBron, Kevin, and Kawhi. <laughs> I'm going to go with, I mean, 
Like I got Giannis. Giannis is the king. I'm I'm Giannis as the captain of this team. I'm yeah. the king of free throw and below. Yeah. Like if I get in the paint, it's over with. My right. arms are long. I can dunk. I'm rangy. I can do things. That works well with having Steph on the team too. And I got Steph. So my next pick going to be James Harden. Mm. Just because so, I got now, I got two three point shooters on my team. You know what I'm saying? And someone who's going to drive and kick it out. Too. And you know when I yep yeah, so. I got James Harden. Who you got? Kyrie. Like the K's. You're all about the K's. Now, I'm going to go with Paul George. PG, are you with me? Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Oh, yeah. We're at the church. We ain't going... Nowhere, nowhere. And your last pick, you got the only the last two players on the board, Kimber Walker, and Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. You're gonna take Joel Embiid. You messed up. You could have had a lineup full of K's, four K's and and LeBron, but you gonna go with Joel. But do you know what I do have? What's that? A lineup of potential Lakers targets because oh, I'm LeBron Lord. James, and I got everybody on my team who I want on my team this off season. Outside of Embiid, and you so. you'll have like a dinner with them before or after the <laughs> yeah. game, right? You're gonna so this yeah. this is your recruiting pitch. Yeah, this is my recruiting this pitch. I got just... KD, I got Kawhi, and I got Kyrie. Hey, all you guys are gonna be free agents. You know, Let's make something happen. One of you guys at least. Yeah, get you get one. Yeah, maybe. And it'll be good. Enough. I don't know if Kyrie will want to come back and play with LeBron. He will after this All Star game. After I make him look like the MVP. <laughs> Got to stay in character. So, all right. Now, if I'm looking at the rosters, you got Giannis, Steph, James Harden, Paul George, Kimball Walker versus LeBron, KD, Kawhi, Kyrie, Joel Embiid. We working, y'all. Wrong. We working, y'all. I'm gonna let, let's do let's do the let's do the cross match. Let's do the matchups. Let's do the matchups. So, oh, there is a distinct size advantage. I can definitely do I'll do it this way. This is gonna probably be the only way it works. I'll have Giannis guard Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Then I will have uh, mm. See it's ugly. Oh uh, yeah. It's ugly. Steph gotta go Kyrie. Okay. Sounds good. Actually no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Kimba's Kimba, gonna, Kimba's gonna <laughs> go Kyrie. Uh-huh. And who's that defensive stopper? Steph gonna? I want to put. You gonna put him on LeBron, KD, yeah. or Kawhi? I'm gonna put Steph on Kawhi. <laughs> oh, Steph on Kawhi. Steph on Kawhi. <laughs> okay, that sounds okay. I'm gonna put PG on LeBron. Uh huh. And James Harden, Harden on, on KD. Uh, James Harden on KD. This is this <laughs> worked. That actually worked out better than I thought it would. Yeah, well, that's what I'm gonna do. Or, or I mean, we are pretty uh, versatile too. I could put Giannis on LeBron. Mm-hmm. Like it's according to and how then what, you'll put Kimba Walker on, on the NBA. No, no, Kimba Kimba gonna have to stay with Kyrie. Kimba the Kimba Kyrie matchup is set in stone. Yeah, all the other ones that's gonna be an issue. Flexible. I was at the game last night when we when we played Charlotte, and Kimba is little. Yeah. Kimba is small. Yeah, he's a small guy. I didn't realize how small he was. So I saw him up close to person, like literally standing next to him. Like, damn, he, he barely. As tall, he ain't taller than me. 
And I'm six too. Mm, he's about six feet, maybe. He he on a on a good day he's six feet. With some with some uh Air Force Ones on with the big soul. He's six feet. You know, he's from New York, he wears Timberlands, so he's probably six two in New mm-hmm. York. He probably hooped in some Timberlands too. Pretty sure. That's why Coach Cal didn't recruit him. He said he was too small. He I mean, he got the heart of a lion, but he little. So but but in terms of this, like that matchup is already Kyrie Kimba. That matchup is already set. Now, like I said, Kyrie at the one. Yeah, through. Steph at the two. But that's the thing, too, about it's a, it is an all-star game, so it ain't going to be that much defense being played. No way. What about them last five minutes when I, when I put them starters back in? Well, I mean, when them last five minutes come on, that's what's going to happen. Tommy, you would not dunk on Kimba. <laughs> Only if you, had the, if you had the trampoline. That's how you could dunk on Tommy is Tommy was one of the uh, Duncan Grizz. What was y'all name? I forgot y'all name. The Duncan Elvis, the Flying Elvises, or the Duncan Grizz. He did the signature dunk the uh, between the legs behind the back. Made it every time because that's the <laughs> kind of man that Tommy Freddy is. Uh, the three would be James Harden. Mm-hmm. I'm putting PG at the four. Mm-hmm. Giannis at the five. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're we're very we switch we gonna switch everything all the pick and rolls we switching we switch we switching one through five so it don't really matter it sounds great that means we, that, that's even better because then we're just gonna hunt out Kimba and Steph it's, it's gonna be all day man I'm I mean you can pick I mean Kimba been getting picked on his whole life because of his size mm-hmm. Kings of the Court that's what it is thank you Tommy I gave y'all sixteen different names <laughs> Flying Elvis is <laughs> Flying Chris. <laughs> Fluffy, <laughs> the kings of the corner. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah. All right, going Bombay. Shout out to him. Who do you think the reserves gonna be? Hmm. Uh, on east or west? East. Let's go east. Or west. West might be easier. Who even plays for the east? I think Kyle. Oh. Kyle Lowry will be a reserve, maybe. Right? Yeah. Um, you know what? I only have a few definites. Oh, Ladipo was gonna be one, but he got hurt. He's he's out. Jimmy um, Butler now. Jimmy Butler, Ben Simmons will probably be reserves. Ben yeah. Sim- Ben Simmons for sure, because he played the whole year in the East. Maybe not Jimmy. Yeah, I'll give it to um I'll give it to Ben Simmons. Um and you got me kind of stuck in the rut. See, because it's been kind of rough over there in the East this year. I think the last two spots, you know what? I'll Al give Horford. One, I'll give one. Nah, I think he's missed too many games. I'll give one of D'Angelo Russell as a surprise. Ooh, really? Uh, of course, Blake's going to get one. Mm, didn't even think about him. Brad Bill. Okay. Vucevic. Vucevic for Orlando. You think Vucevic gets one? Yeah, he's like 20 and 10 this year. Vucci Main. Vucci Main LaFleur. Oh. I can't think of really nobody else. Like, who else? I'm trying to think of the top four teams in the East is Toronto, Milwaukee, Boston, Indiana, Philadelphia. That's five. Like, you got Embiid on there. You're going to have Ben Simmons. They might put Jimmy Butler in, but I don't know if Jimmy has enough clout time, you know, in the East. I mean, there just probably won't be enough people to not put him in. Yeah. That'll be the thing. Yeah. Uh, then, then it'll be some surprise stuff. Like, Okay, I'll give you 
I can give you twelve because the Bucks will get two. The Bucks will probably who's get, the second one? Bledsoe. Bledsoe will probably get in this year. What? Yeah, I mean, I thought, he's, he's, I thought you say Chris Middleton or somebody. Chris Middleton's been playing like crap the past couple months. Uh, Toronto will get two because uh, I think. Well, well, I'm not gonna say for sure, but I think Siakam will get in. Siakam will get in before Larry, and I don't. You know. giving Pascal Siakam an All Star berth? He you think be. even with the politics of the game, they're gonna give him that? Yeah, he might be the most improved player in the league. He might get there. Well, okay, who would you give the most improved player in the league to? I don't know. I don't know. Siakam, Siakam, or. Seattle's borderline all star. I don't know if you can if you qualify this or as a most improved, but it's more I don't know if the NBA does comeback player. They do comeback player? No, they don't do comeback player. If they did comeback player, they'd be Derrick Rose, right? Yeah. So but can you also put Derrick Rose in the most improved category? No. Okay. Nah. You put him in the six man category? Yeah, definitely put him in the six man category. Could you be the six man and the most improved? Yes, if you were the most improved. If, I if, think if most Pascal Im- Siakam would have came off the beef this year, he would have been the most improved I think player. I think most improved. I'm going to put Spencer Dinwiddie for the Nets. He coming off the point. He came off the bench with 20 points, 22 points a game almost. I think people sleeping on Spencer, but uh, I don't know if he's a I – don't, I don't know uh, – if he's going to be most improved because he really made a leap last year. So I don't know. People like to see when you like come from. He made a leap last year, but didn't. I don't think many people paid attention to it. Yeah. I think more people are paying attention to it now. Uh, you People were probably even putting Buddy Heald in there because Buddy numbers are Buddy numbers are pretty good yeah. this year. Joe people Angles. like you to come from Joe, Joe Angles? Yeah, he's been good. He was really good at the beginning of the season. Of course, the white guy. Repping. <laughs> Repping. Hey, course, nobody knows what the white ethnicity guy says, I am. I'm Joe supposed Angles. to be faceless. <laughs> Even voice, voice the 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 white voice. <laughs> nah, I'm playing. He's not white, guys. Um, I'm opaque. <laughs> so what? He's clear. Oh, he's clear. Uh, all right. So West West um, reserves. Uh, Mitchell, you're gonna have your three Golden State guys. Well, Donovan two Golden. Well, only one, only one, because Clay's gonna be the only one coming off the bench. So. Dre, Draymond's not getting in there. Draymond's oh, not getting oh, all-star draft. Oh, no, 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 no. Not a reserve. So, Clay will get one. Um, you can put Dame Lillard. You can put Jokic in there. Jokic. Nurkic. No, I'm... Uh, you got to go Dame or CJ. I, I mean, you got to do them in order. Like, you can't just throw those guys in. Like, you got to do the most deserving people first. Because you don't want to put, like... Does Mike Conley become, finally become a reserve for the in the West? Hell yeah, he won't. <laughs> <laughs> What? I'm confused. <laughs> what? He confused me with the way he said it. Uh, uh, we got Clay, Jokic, Russ. You think Russ makes it? Definitely. I don't know, man. Between the, I mean, because the reserves are basically coaches and media, and you know what I'm saying, are they gonna put Russ, Dame? They put Russ and Dame as a reserve because Dame's gonna make it. He's gonna make it. Why? He always makes it. When, he always when, he always doesn't when, make when it. When doesn't he make the damn All Star game? Every year he cries about it. I mean, that's what the whole beef the other day was about because he cries about not making the All Star team every year. And busting your ass for years. Yeah, he, like he, he like like he definitely is. He's a candidate made it. He's tonight. made it before though. Yeah, he's made it like two or three times. I'm saying they gonna give it. To, so you putting Russ? You just put Russ. That's where the politics come in. You put Russ. I mean, but 
he's having an all-star worthy season. He's just not shooting well. He's leading the league in steals. Still averaging a triple-double. And he's playing somewhat terrific defense. So So, you got Clay, Jokic, and Russ so far. No uh, game. You got DeRozan. DeRozan or Aldridge? Aldridge. I'll put Aldridge in. Over DeRozan? Yeah, definitely. All right. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Anthony Davis, if he plays. If he's healthy. We're going to put an asterisk next to that. Um, Any other Rockets? No CP. He's hurt. No Eric Gordon. Definitely not. No P.J. Tucker. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> no Clint Capella because he's probably still. Clint yeah. probably has a. Yeah, he, yeah he's he, not coming. Uh, does Luka make it? That was interesting. Does Luka make it? I think the last spot is going to be between Luka and Murray. What about Devin Booker? Devin Booker's not going to make it. They have 11 wins. <laughs> hmm? They have 11 wins. And at some point, if, if if they could just be five games under 500 at the All-Star break, he might make it one year. But they have 11 wins. So I think the last spot will be between Luka and Jamal Murray. And it's just going to show what the coaches think. I think they're gonna go to Luca. That's gonna be a Luca thing. Nah, I think, I think, uh, uh, I think them coaches gonna say, "Hey, man, we gotta have Luca." The NBA brass gonna say, "We gotta have Luca." Yeah, I think that I think he might be right. I mean, right. Luca is being shoved down our throats, though. I'm saying, yeah, right? that's what I mean. Like he, he really is. I mean, he's playing really well. I will say that he is way more athletic and way more coordinated than I thought he'd be coming in, and he's been pretty clutch. But they are really like the Shove NBA him. wants you to like. Luca, yep. And they burnt the tape from when he got dunked on the other night. He didn't get that. I haven't see, seen that see, again. Did you see when he tore his jersey up? Yeah. Like, <laughs> just ripped his jersey in half. Like, ah, leave, Luca. Luca, Luca, they was doing that last year, Luca. Can they get off the Yeah, train, come on. Bro. Mark did that. Yeah. He's going to rip his jersey off for real in a couple of days. Yeah, he you really know? is. He ain't going to have him on no more. I guess we'll put we'll, another jersey we'll, on. We'll, we'll get to that when we're done with the All Star stuff, guys. Uh, Tommy says Phoenix will be shut out of the All Star game minus DeAndre Aiden in the rookie game, which correct? He's probably right. I just threw Booker out there because I feel like he's one of the cats that they're trying to make the face of the NBA as well. Um, so I felt like they might throw him. Jamal Murray is a good one. Somebody, some another player from the Nuggets has to make it. Uh, Gary Harris. I mean, you already got Jokic, so another one of them, including Jokic, has to make it. I don't think so. If it's not, well, I mean, well, if it's not Murray, it's not going to be anybody. No, I'm saying like if it's, I would probably, I was thinking more like Gary Harris too, but Murray's been better than him. They've, they've uh, but if, so it, if, it, if it comes down to it, if the last spot is going to be Luca, it's going to be Luca. They're going to put Luca in there. Only rookie in the All Star game. Uh, they're going to freeze him out, and I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy them freezing him out. I'm not going to even lie. I'm going to, ju- I'm going to enjoy all the players sticking it to the coaches, like. Oh, you think he's so good and whoop do do and they go then they go freeze him out. They are gonna try to go at his ass every time. <laughs> I think he's talking about his teammates. Both things, both things can be true. That's true. They can freeze him out on one end and go at him on the other. <laughs> try to dunk on his. We're gonna put you on. You're gonna guard Joel Embiid. Yeah, the Greek freak. I don't even gonna try to say it. You're gonna guard. You're gonna guard Giannis. I'm gonna say the guy is gonna really try to. You're going to guard Giannis Anamanapia. 
KD. If he comes across KD, KD will try his best to absolutely. KD does not like things like this, so he's going to try his best to school his ass. I I I kind of I have some inside information, but I won't say that right now. Oh my god! Um, it involves All Star Weekend, but you mean to put like some a blurry thing over your face and make your voice really <laughs> deep or something? No, we'll just have to wait for a couple a couple weeks for the announcement. Um, the All Star Games coming to Memphis, y'all. But uh, <laughs> that is not it. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. That would that be is not that would be, it. That would be incredible, but it would never happen. Man, we got to break. That would be the biggest broke story on the OAM network. The only ever. thing, the only thing we're ever going to get is like college stuff. We're never going to get like yeah. a net. Like and you know what? I'm fine. I'm I actually I'm fine with the college conference tournament. I'm glad. The, I'm glad the AAC conference tournament is back. I'm actually happy when the city has the um, Elite Eight and Final Four, like the Sweet Sixteen and Elite Eight games. I think those are those are really cool events for the city to have and brings in a bunch of people. I think we'll get, yeah, we're bringing a bunch more people. Um, so yeah, those are our P. Those are our All Star suggestions. Our All Star um, thoughts. Take we'll see. Maybe for dinner. Hmm. Maybe we'll see. Who's mom? Is he going to take Luke's mom? Oh, yeah, because Luke's mommy is hot, apparently. Speaking of hot, have you seen the movie Black Klansman? No. Okay. Well, in the movie Black Klansman, the Black Klansman stars Denzel Washington's son, uh, whatever his name is. Uh, Denzel Washington Jr.? It's, it's not Jr. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, ha- it also has his love interest in the movie is a nice-looking black girl. She's dating Clay Thompson. For some reason, I didn't see Clay Thompson with a with a black girl. I thought Clay Thompson was always going to be about white women. He's he's black. What do you think? Don't look at me. I'm looking at you. I'm he's like, black. I, want, I just I want, I just want your. I I don't know. I have no idea. I thought maybe. I think Clay Thompson can be with whoever <laughs> Clay Thompson wants to be with. Clay Thompson is black. That's very true. Clay Thompson can be with whoever wants to be with. But I am going to say from the thing from the people that I have seen Clay with already, and that has publicly. Relation, his public relationships have been they haven't been black women I've, I've, he did I've go to school at, in Pullman Washington yeah. Why, there are not that many of them up there I know this for a fact but anyway he also drinks Bud Lights in his locker while he's doing interviews I'm too, just so. saying and then like I mean BLs some, some, some BLs Clay's, Clay's the goat like Clay is the goat. Like, like Clay, Clay is my guy. I don't understand why people want Clay to leave the Warriors or think that Clay wants to leave the Warriors when he has like everything. He's in the best situation. If anything goes wrong, is first off, it's never his fault. Never, because he's like the third. He's a third option, quote unquote. But he's like the best third option ever in the history or whatever. He plays defense like, it's, and he's just cool. Like whatever, bro. You just walk around with and that like, whatever, whatever, yeah, bro. Like, stuff on. Everybody loves him. Jawa, what's going on, man? Good to hear from you, brother. Um. Yeah, you gotta anyway. really not like him. So uh, you, you got to go out of your way to not like Clay Thompson. Yeah. And so, but I like him even more now. Now that I know that he's dating this this black girl, <laughs> who's who's fine. She looks good. Like, way to go, Clay. I mean, yeah, Clay did that. So now I'm back. We're still gonna stay in the NBA and some forty four and some local news. Uh, it, it has been reported that your Memphis Grizzlies have made it be known that um. I'm gonna pull an anti franchise cornerstones. Mark Gasol and Michael Conley uh, are up for trade. Like they are up, they are listening to offers. They are on the block. 
take listening that for to data. Take that for data. Rest in peace, Coach Fizz. He isn't dead, but he's not the coach Damn. anymore. R.I.P. Fizz from the Grizzlies. Yeah. C.I. Coach in Paradise, Coach. <laughs> C.I.P. Dad on the block. <laughs> yeah. So, how do you feel about Conley and Gasol being on the trading block? In the words of LeBron James, after he won his first championship, it's about damn time. It's about time. It's, yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily know what they're waiting. If if they wanted to shift what they were doing, uh, you got to consider the ages that they were when they made the change before last season to get rid of Zach and to get rid of Tony and do all of that. And I guess they figured that if they got a high pick, he would be able to come in and contribute, but he's not playing as much as I would like to see him play. I would like to see him get heavy minutes and featured. But they waited until their trade value was just kaput. Mm-hmm. Kaput is a great word. I was thinking the same thing. Uh, yeah, I actually think I, I, I would say it's about time on Mark. I think you can hold off on Mike. I don't think I don't. Mike's contract's too big right now. Yeah, Nobody I don't. I don't think I don't think up. Mike hurt. Like, I don't think having Mike on your team hurts. I think it does. Um, I also don't know what with like it's saying like like what's it saying with this contract. What you gonna get back for him right now? Best you would get is a minimal player with some picks or something. Ideally, what I would like to see. I think I think it's time. For, I think the NBA, the way the game has gone now. Has passed 34-year-old Mark Gasol by. 30-year-old Mark Gasol, sure, he would be like a Jokic or a Nurkic or one of those, one of those type players. A little bit younger, a little bit more spryer, can do those things. But right now it's kinda it's kinda gone by him. It's kinda passed him by a bit. Um he doesn't rebound as much as he he doesn't rebound as much that much anymore. He's never been much of a rebounder. And then he's never been that much of a rebounder in the first place. And now on a team that struggles for rebounds, it, it the, the it's glaring that he doesn't do that, and he, had, he didn't. He didn't have to do that for that stretch because that was Zach. Zach was in there getting the rebounds, and when he wasn't, Mark would step in when he could. Um, I don't know what you get back for him right now. Uh, and the only thing, you, only time you get something good back from him right now is from a team that wants wants to win uh, right now. But like I said, I think in the next two years, the kind of game that Mark plays, um, I just don't. I just don't know how it'll be applicable to uh, the NBA right now. Just in terms of his age, his skill level works for the NBA right now. But yeah, in his, but his age and his movement, like he's not just not quick enough anymore. Even, even though he was never particularly quick, he's just not quick enough anymore to do some of the things. Especially for next year, you're gonna give up some of those things that you got to give up for. Ideally, I don't know. I would like to. What do you, what do you think about what I just said? You think, think I'm wrong? No, I'm not gonna say you're wrong. I think you're wrong as far as holding on to Mike and holding on to what he. The best thing you can do for all parties involved is just ship Mike out. And I think people will be surprised because there's there's going to be a market for him because he's a really really good player. I want to see Mike in a system where he doesn't have that type of big. I feel like Mike has been handicapped to an extent. By Mark and by having Mark and Zach there, like I, the, the court is it's starting to happen a little. It started happening a little bit last year and a little bit this year. The court gets a little bit more spread. They still they run they go a little bit faster. I would like to see Mike 
in a system with the Clint Capella, with the DeAndre Jordan, not DeAndre Jordan, with a with a big like a Clint Capella or somebody like that, where it's like it's it's a running type of thing. We out here running, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's what I'm talking about. If you keep if you keep Mike, you have a better chance of putting in another type of system that could help him be what he need to be. And what would that be? I don't know, but he's still a 30-year-old point guard. Why Why would you, even if you got the type of coach to get the maximum out of Mike, that increases your win total from 21 to max 32, and all that does is just get you less ping-pong balls. So the best thing to do would be find a team like Detroit or find a team like New Orleans. New Orleans would be the perfect spot for him because they have a dire point guard situation. He'll have Drew Holiday. He'll have AD, Julius Randle, Miritich. Even mobile bigs that can spread the court and give him. But a, give he'll him be on a playoff team. Give him some space to operate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he, I mean, he'll be on the playoff team. Yeah, and that'll actually do him some justice, and it'll do New Orleans some justice because. Oh, they're kind of missing is a point guard and probably another wing player. Well, you know, Utah is eyeing Conley and Otto Porter right now. But I don't know. Um, and yeah, I, I guess it would be a straight. I don't know if it would be straight up because the money would have to match with Utah. I don't know what Utah would give us back. I don't know if Rubio would be involved in that or or uh, what's the dude's name, Dante Exum. Yeah. Uh, who the injuries just derailed everything that he had. But he's still. Fairly young. What is he, 26? Yeah. I think... 26, uh, 27? Something like that? I think they can get... Because Dallas is probably going to give up their pick this year. I think Dallas would be a good spot for either one of Mark if I if we, if we can give them both up to get Dennis Smith Jr., I'd do that. If we could get Dennis Smith Jr. on this team to pair with Jaron Jackson Jr., I'd be happy. I think the, I think the optimum thing the junior, that they juniors. should do... Yeah. I think the optimum thing that they should do... Sammy is, Davis Jr., Jr. Is to not... Package them both together. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. That's the worst scenario. Is to say don't send them. To, don't send them to the same place. Don't send them to the same place because you will get less assets back. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, you might be. Who do you get more for individually? Who do you get more for? Right Mike. Now? Like you could really, like if Dallas is really out on Dennis Smith, you might be able to convince them. Hey, we'll take because they're out on DeAndre Jordan anyway. Right. Give so, us Dennis Smith and DeAndre Jordan. And then you have Dennis Smith, and you have Mike Conley, and you can ship him to, let's say, Detroit, because Detroit's looking for a point guard, because Detroit doesn't really care for Reggie Jackson. You can say— Who really cares for Reggie Jackson? Uh, it's looking like nobody. Nobody. only thing Reggie Jackson ever did that was good was beat the Grizzlies at one playoff game, which effectively ended that series. He had yeah. a really good, funny was uh, game photo five? bomb recently. Yeah, and, um, yeah, he did. Let's just say you can send him to Detroit— you can send Mike Detroit and get Luke Kennard in a protected first rounder. I'm also looking at this as a fan, right? I'm looking at it more so as a fan, more so than the uh, on the business side of things, and looking at the, a kind of a product. I actually both sides because I would still want them to get something that I want to see. You know what I'm saying? So like that's where I'm saying I can I can sell Wexler can sell. Us on come watch Jaron Jackson Jr. and Dennis Smith Jr. grow together. Cool. 
I can I can sit there and I can watch them taking losses for two and two or three years, knowing that on their fourth year something might pop off, right? And there will be highlights in there. You know what I'm saying? Because there's going to be excitement to see. I can't. I don't know if I want to see a or what's going to happen. A because I won't trust the front office and what they're doing to see a Jaron Jackson with a Luke Kennard and Reggie Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that type. So I'm looking at it like, where's the deal, or what can we do to satisfy both the business operations? And still give the fans something yeah. that they want to see. Because you can, like you said, you can get rid of them both and tear it all down and just leave Jaron and Kyle and Javon. But that ain't going to bring nobody out to watch. You know what I'm saying? They ain't going to bring nobody out to watch. So you got to do something in the meantime. Even when we sucked before we started going to playoffs, people loved, <laughs> you didn't, but people loved Rudy. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> Rudy was out here dunking and doing whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it was some, there was, it was Rudy. OJ, a young Mark and a young Mike that you could sell, yeah. and that's what and that's what they sold. We got these young players who are all super. They were all young superstars in their own right at the time, not superstars, young stars in their own right at the time. Except <laughs> I'm not gonna let you do Rudy that. Way. I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> I ain't, let you do Rudy I ain't saying a word. So, so they could sell that. Boom. You know what I'm saying? That's that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about right now, and, and I guess that's the way I'm looking at it. That's why I said you should probably go to two different places, try to get two different assets. If they can, if they can come out of this with two picks, uh, Dennis Smith and Dante Exum, I'll take it. Anything I can do to get Dennis Smith on this team, I'm happy. Like if it's if it's Dennis Smith, if it, even if it's something you do with the Lakers where we end up with Alonzo or Bi or whatever, something like that. I saw a deal with the Magic that had Aaron Gordon. Do that, you know what I'm saying? Boom, things like that. Now, Aaron Gordon's different for me because Wildcat. Wildcat. Whatever. But he's also a dunk champion. You know he's going to give you some highlights. He's he's getting better. And that would is. actually free him so, up to play his real position. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, things like that. But you not go. We, we already losing season ticket holders and whatnot with the seed with it now. Like, we had a – it doesn't show – but I would say that we, I thought we, at the time, in the first two months of the season, it looked like a really good offseason. You brought in solid players and Gary Temple and Shelvin back. Excuse me. You got Jaron and Javon as the youth. Omri was whatever. And like, you know what? Well, maybe we can. be So there was a little bit of some excitement to say, you know what? Maybe we can do. They're going to bring back grit and grind. That's why we got these type of players to fit this grit and grind mind, this grit and guy mold. Maybe we can get something out of that. So when we started twelve and five, everybody was super excited. Boom, boom, boom. Then we started. We came back to earth, came regressed to the mean, and it is what it is. But people were excited to watch some of that. Now it's like if you ain't gonna give them nothing to be excited to watch besides Jaron, because Jaron is exciting to watch. But Jaron is also a big. If you ain't got no guards, nobody give him the ball. That's why I'm looking at it like yo, bro, like. Any type of them things, like hell, they got Tim Hardaway on the on the block right now, on the training oh. block right now. Tim Bar- Tim Hardaway, Courtney Lee, like, I don't care. Like, just you got to. They have to do. I don't. I'm not saying to bring Courtney Lee back. I'm just saying that he's on the, he's on the saying, block with the Knicks. Do not bring. You know. What I'm saying? I mean, you you can. To me, they gotta like bottom out this shit. Like this isn't the time to keep Michael Mark because you gotta bottom out. I'm I'm okay. Like I said, I don't. Love them both. Those are Mike's more my guy than Mark, but I would hate to see him go. It's a really good class this year, and like, see, you're the only like you're saying that, but a lot of people aren't. I know her. Uh, go ahead. Uh, 
the top is really good to mm-hmm. me personally. You got three do guys. I'm a, I'll be a fan of all three of them in the pros. If we if if we get that eighth pick, we don't if we don't convey the pick to Boston, we get the eighth pick or whatever. Where are they at now? And John John Morant won't fall, or Jay Morant won't fall. What college player excites you right now? The ones at the very top. But we're not gonna get to the very top. Where are they at now, Dan? Okay, one, two, three, four, five. Mike. <laughs> Drake, we need to have a Soldier Boy moment on here. We need to get, we need something to go viral. Jo, I need you to go viral right now. I need you to get her on a rant. I need you to start going viral. Just do something to go viral, please. I go, I go viral. I go viral. All right, but yeah, they're not. Uh, but but they got the sixth worst record now. Six worst. Right. So if we, we'll keep we'll keep if it's if it's if we keep with under eight. If we get the eight or below, we're keeping the pick. We can't. We won't convey it to Boston. So, so if we keep getting worse, mm-hmm. and I think Atlanta will get better, so we're at least moving to five. Atlanta will get better, but they gonna try to get worse. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they'll stop, <laughs> they'll stop playing people when the tanking begins. The tanking ain't gonna really start till the end of February. Yeah, in terms of people like really sending players and stuff like that. So that's when we'll really see what's happening. Uh, so you obviously want something to be done. The trading, the trade deadline is in two weeks, so that's when you will. Um, Maybe and and might, I think you gotta take a shot it. at at like you gotta take a shot at somebody else's scraps, maybe. Like basically guys at the end of their rookie deals, like if you could get uh Stanley Johnson or He a Wildcat. Yeah. If you can get a Stanley Johnson, if you can get a Justice Winslow type, if if they were with, if if they were more in the race and they were willing to say, "Hey, if you give us Mark and take Whiteside, then we'll give you Winslow." Mm-hmm. Just a guy that you could probably work with and work on and see and see if they pop. Because okay. I would. What was I about to say? Oh shit! I forgot what I was about to say. Go ahead. I forgot what I was about to say. It was, it was something about Justice, Justice Winslow. You just said Justice Winslow. Mm-hmm. You're looking for a guy. Okay. Charlotte is in the playoff race. I know what I'm about to say. And I know they're looking for a center, so why don't you offer Mark, Mark for Miles Bridges? Well, you know, we were all we were connected to Miles Bridges a lot in the draft. They just had the wrong Michigan State dude. Like we didn't all throughout the season, Miles was in all the mock drafts, people were telling us we're gonna take Miles and when the season's over, that's when we saw when we were getting number four, that's when it was gonna be we were gonna Jaren. Uh what I was gonna say was do you trust this front office to make that decision? That's the big thing. Oh no! If you're gonna, if you're, if you got these cats on the train block, on the train block, you can't trust this front office to make that decision because you need to fire this front off, this front office in the summer. Yeah, I would love to see Dennis Smith, Miles Bridges, Jaron Jackson, and Cam Reddish this year. You're asking for a lot. I'm asking for two trades and I'm asking for a draft pick. You asking for a lot. You had to, it would have to be Mike to Dallas, basically straight Dallas. Dallas had to send us, like I said, DSJ and DeAndre. DeAndre, probably a pick, second round pick maybe, something like that. They ain't gonna give a first round pick. Um, That's cool. And then you go Charlotte. What they can? Well, Charlotte had to give you a lot too. 
Because, like, shit, Miles Bridges on the rookie contract. Marcus making 30 mil, 24 mil. 24? Charlotte has a bunch of deals like that. But they're going to have to give us, like, eight players, though. No, nah, they give you, like, two. Like, Charlotte's, like, maxed out with, like, super bad contracts. Charlotte can give you uh, Cody Zeller and. Cody ain't got that much money. He ain't making that much money. Cody, he's he's most making, Cody. like, 15 million a year. No, he ain't. Yes, he is. There's no way. There's, There's no way. way. I'm going to look it up. Let me go to Hoops Hype. Keep talking. And you can go Mark for Batum straight up. Mark Mark Batum and Miles Bridges. And they would love to get rid of Miles uh, Batum's contract. Yeah, I'm sure. Four year, 56 million. Four year, 56 million. What is that? That's over 14. 10. 14? They paying this motherfucker. Fifteen million dollars. That's what I just told you. Yeah. That's, that's what I just told you. He, that's ridiculous. Did he, even, did he even play last night? Probably not. He get fifteen million dollars. Fifteen million. I did. I'm, I'm telling you, Charlotte's like wrecked with I bad see, contracts. I don't know. Why did Why did I they Why will, did I doubt him, boys? Why did I Why, did, why did I doubt him? Fifteen million dollars in Charlotte. Fifteen million dollars in Charlotte is just like making. I mean, he like lives in the nicest. Fifteen million dollars in Memphis. Charlotte is so nice. It is nice. It is I've nice. I've never been to Charlotte. It's a nice it's, city. It's nice. But fifteen million dollars in Charlotte. Yeah, it's that's like true. making a hundred thousand dollars in Memphis. No, yeah, man. And, then, and then like he's like, uh, so they can give him. Mm. They can give him probably Kaminsky and Kaminsky. He's uh, he's finishing up his rookie deal. Yeah, Kaminsky. Zeller and Bridges will get it. Can we talk, speaking of Frank Kaminsky? I was watching Wisconsin play Michigan on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin is always like the beigest college basketball team ever. They're in. Uh, they got a lot of white boys, and they got a lot of mixed black dudes, and they're just beige, and it's ridiculous. Big Chris got a lot to say. The homie Chris Williams says Grizz got the worst front office in the NBA. You called in draft night, right? Yeah, we passed on so many picks for who we drafted. Hashim to beat traded Powell for Kwame Brown. Who have we drafted to trade it for? I mean, our our best draft in the in a while was last year. Was last year with Jaron. Um, the to the the beat thing. He was a bust, but you could see the motivation. Um, see, I can't though. You can't. No, I can't. I, I couldn't hit the time. At, 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 but see, that's the thing. Like at that point in time, NBA front offices and NBA GMs weren't as open to doing like bigs were bigs, seven foot, seven foot. That's all. I, you know, that's that's what I need. Yeah, that's was, the way they thought back then. Even though that was what ten years ago, twelve years ago, not that not that long ago, eleven years ago, not that long ago. That's just how they they it was archaic in, ago, in their in their ago. thinking. You know what I'm saying? And now it's changed, and even after that, it was, it was still a bunch of big men bust in the in the early draft because that's how general managers started thinking. Now and it's like so, and now like well, I'll just get me a guard, you know what I'm saying, or get me somebody else. So actually, that's why I can see the thinking with it. Just uh, free agency, Chan, like Chandler was a Chandler was a was a mess up. Shouldn't have did Chandler that way. She, she, we, we no other team wanted to give Chandler money, but we wanted to give Chandler money. Um, and I'm and see now I'm gonna. I, I like Chan, I like the signing. Though. Yeah, if, I liked it at the if time. He was, if he, he was healthy, if he was healthy, I was happy. But if he wasn't healthy, they shouldn't have did it. Uh, and then I mean, what the was it? 2016. Yeah, uh, Fizdale's first year. Then you look at it. 
that that draft, the draft the summer that we signed Chandler, we drafted Wade Baldwin, Wade Baldwin and Roddy Gazorik. And then and they were both off the Who? team. Roddy was our second round pick. Roddy. And they were both off the team less than a year late. Like the next season, they, they didn't make it out of training camp. Both of them. Neither one of them. How's your first round pick? So how does your first round in the NBA, your first round pick? <laughs> Love this place, right? It's great. Your first round pick didn't make it out of training camp in the second year. Like, how bad are your scouts? Like, you got to be pretty horrible to not be in the NBA your second year and you were a first round pick. Okay. Well, I mean, and in, and in Wade's case, it was a bunch of different issues. It was a bunch of different issues with Wade. Uh, uncoachable was one of them. I'm not speaking out of turn. I'm just saying that. Uncoachable was one of them. Uh, just his attitude in general. Was was the other, and you weren't good. You weren't good enough to have the type of attitude. So anyway, let's go. If we go back to the drafts, if we go back to the drafts, like we drafted Jamal Franklin in the second, a high second round pick, he didn't make it. I like Jamal Franklin. Even even before him, we did Tony Roden. Tony Tony was on, Tony Roden was on, but that was when we had Lionel, and Lionel was an old school coach. Lionel wasn't about to get with the young cats, not doing what he needed to do. We were in the midst of playoff runs. He, Lionel wasn't going to play young cats because the veterans was going to get us to the playoffs. That's how it go. Tony Rowe and Jamal Franklin. I mean, yeah, Jamal Franklin. Then we had Jamal Adams who had freak injuries. He was he was such a good scorer in college. He had injuries, and his injuries just come – the knees messed him up. Then we had um, – who was after him? Oh it wasn't Wade then, was it? We could have had Karis LeVert. You know, Wade, then you had the Wade draft where they got basically got rid of all of that. Then the year after that, that was the Ivan Rab year. 2017 is a pretty sucky draft, though. I mean, excuse me, 2016 is a pretty, it's a pretty awful draft. Was it, so did we draft Wade, Ivan, and Roddy in 2016? Um, nah, Ivan Rab is. The year after Jalen Brown, so Jalen Brown, right? Because Jalen Brown, so he, that's twenty seventeen. So last year was Ivan's rookie year, yes. And this is Ivan's second year, yes. Who else will we draft? Who else did we draft that year? Because Ivan was a second round pick. I don't. I don't think they had a first rounder then. We must not have had a first rounder. That's probably what it was. Uh, I wish they would give Ivan more burn. At least see what you got. You sent him down to the G League for a week. He went to the G League for a week, played three games, got G League player of the week. He bring him back up, he can't get on the court with the big team. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting times here in the city of Memphis in terms of professional basketball and college basketball where the Memphis Tigers are playing right now, head coached by Penny Hardaway. Uh, their number, their prize recruit in their class, James Wiseman, was named to be a McDonald's All-American today. No surprise there. He's the number one player in the country. Ain't nobody surprised by that. Future. The one thing that I saw today that I did love that surprised me, and it just makes sense that they would do it, um, this week is Coaches versus Cancer week in uh, college basketball where coaches wear tennis shoes. And every coach on the Memphis sideline has on a pair of phones. Pink mm-hmm. phone, pink phones for for breast cancer, which I thought was pretty dope. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna look so good next. Like when they come out with our championship DVD after we win the championship next year, it's gonna look so like all this stuff. It's gonna be magical. 
Yeah. I, I, and three of our targets are on the um, McDonald's All American team. Three of our uh, targets trending. Mm-hmm. Off Precious and is Precious really a target? Yeah. Is, is Precious a target, or is that somebody that you think you might get? And I'm, I'm I'm asking for real because everything that I've other, everything else I read, it's he's been linked to two other schools before Memphis. So even, is he even is though, he is he a target, or is he just somebody that I think Penny does a great job of making sure he talks to everybody mm-hmm. and gets in in you know express interest in everybody, so people can think that. You know, I, I that's don't just, count Penny out. I'm never. I'm. I, I, I don't. I don't. I, I, no, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm in some of these recruitments. You got to count them out because in some some of them they just don't make no sense. Um, if if I first off, if I'm a big man, uh, if I'm a big man, I'm not really coming. Not really. Uh, with any aspirations, but I don't know, man. I say I I still want to see him pull a recruit that he ain't had no ties to. I want to see you go when you want to. I want to see you at an AAU game, see a player that you like that you didn't have any connection to already, and go and get him. I am interested in that. That's what I, that's that's what I want to see. I am interested when I in when that. I when I see that I'm happy. He'll probably get trending. Are you? Do you think that? I don't know. And I haven't watched Trending Waffle play a lick of basketball. I'm just going by whatever. I don't. Does is he Hall of Fame? If he uh, not Hall of Fame, <laughs> not Hall of Fame. Is he McDonald's All American worthy or is he more hype? Uh, see, so it's always tough to tell with me with high school basketball because they, because unless you watch the unless you watch them in the summertime, like the regular season, like their school regular season, that means absolutely nothing, right? But he looks like a world beater right now. I mean, he does. He looks. He looks. He looks really good. We got two sign. We as in Arizona got two signees in it: uh, Jalen Green and Nico Mannion. Red Mamba from uh yeah. So we got. Man. We're gonna be we're gonna be just as good next year. Uh, as just you as guys. good as like no, no, you're not gonna be just as good as us because you guys are gonna um, not be as good as us because we're only one champion. But um, okay. yeah, you guys will be pretty good. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, you already laid down. You laid down the gauntlet, and so come this time next, not this time next year, well, this time next year mm-hmm. for sure. It'll be, we'll see what we'll see where they're at. Yeah. Um, but it's also it's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, to see what it's interesting to see what Penny's staff look like next year. I think that's also an issue is why Trenton Wofford and Matthew Hurt haven't committed yet. Um, but I think it's going to, it's going to be, I'm, I'm excited to see what I've gone to more Memphis games this year than I did when Tubby was here. I went to the Tennessee game. I went to the SMU game last year. Uh, I mean, last week. The SMU game was fire. The only reason I went to the SMU game was because as you got, if you know, the, um, my usual co-host or another co-host that I have, on the show, Therese Wilson. Therese was Pouncer, the University of Memphis mascot, for three years while he was in college. And last Saturday's game against SMU was uh, Alumni Day or, you know, Memphis State Day. So Therese put the Pouncer uniform back on. And let me tell you, man. He cut up. He cut up, boy. He, <laughs> You can tell he enjoyed being Pouncer. And it was like, so me and some other folk went to go check him out because – had to go support the homie. Uh, so, yeah, <clears throat> I'm interested in that. Anything else happening? What else is happening in your life, J.O.? I'm done talking about sports. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about stuff. J. Cole uh, came out with I was just about today. to say, J. Cole dropped Middle Child last night. Yesterday, yesterday night? Yeah. The yeah. night before yesterday? <laughs> it was the night before yesterday. And I'll oh, do the easy. Through the house. 
Uh, I listened to it. Uh, I listened to it one. I gave it a thorough listen once, and I just had it in the background again to see mm-hmm. if I could vibe to it. Mm-hmm. He said some stuff in it. It makes sense that he's a middle child. Like he said, I can, I can get with Jay Nim on some other stuff. The older, the older hip hop mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. and then I can still go with Uzi Vert and Kodak Black and all the other folks. So like, I'm kind of stuck in the middle here. There were some people saying that he threw some shots. You think he threw a shot at Pusha T? I don't think so. I think people no. be I think people be reaching with a lot of the stuff they say. People want to see some beef. They want to see some beef. People want to see some beef until there's beef. And then they're like, oh my God, why is there beef? Because y'all been pushing for beef. Like it was been a, pushing tea for there beef. There was a there was a there you go. Pushing tea. Push a tea for beef. Uh there was a, a um a line in the the weekend. The weekend had a song. We yeah. talking about talking about I would never, if I had a baby, I would never like hide my baby or something like that. And they're like, is he taking a shot at Drake? And it's like, oh, uh, he was. I don't think he was. Nah, like they have this little thing. They're not. They're not too keen with each other because uh, weekend they signed with OVO. So what is the weekend not keen with Drake or is Drake not keen with the weekend? Like I'm saying, like does the weekend? I think, have you, has I, I the think weekend, it's been. A, I think it's been that back and forth a, thing. What else? What did Drake say about? It? I don't know. It, enlighten me. I just I thought. It was, I thought people were just kind of reaching. I, I have a line. Tell me, I, I just had it. Bro. Tell me the subliminals or whatnot that Drake has sent. Yeah. To these. Hey, hey, did you watch you? Did, did you ever watch? I you? haven't got it yet because I'm still watching Game of Thrones. I can't. Oh, watch. what are you on now? Have you seen the Red Wedding yet? I just watched the Red Wedding last night. How was it? How do you, what do you mean? It was traumatizing. That's what it was. What are you talking about? The Red Wedding is people talked about the Red Wedding like it was going to be something. Like spectacular, spectacular. And then and you, you get to it, spectacular. and you're like, "Oh my god, what the <laughs> just happened?" Okay. Spoiler alert: If you haven't watched Game of Thrones, cut off the podcast right now. Go. I have a question for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Did you know it was the episode of the Red Wedding when you got to the episode? Yes, I did. <gasps> but I didn't when I, when I heard when I would hear people talk about the Red Wedding, and first of all, I thought the episode was going to be named the Red the Wedding. Red Wedding. Yeah. So when I I knew it was in season three. So when I went through the episode guide and I didn't see anything called the Red Wedding, I was like, "Yeah, what the hell?" So I googled it because, like, I mean, you you were in, too you were too inquisitive in the in the world now. Like, they just dropped the trailer for season eight, and I watched that. So I you you can see in the trailer that there are certain characters still alive. So like, even if I think something happens in season, they make it to season eight. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So whatever. Um, so I knew it was going to happen in season three, but I thought that the Red Wedding was going to be a wedding involving the Lannisters. Mm-hmm. And so when there was the wedding with Sansa and, Ty- and Tyra and Tyrion, was it Tyrion? I thought that was the, I thought that was the red wedding. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect this other wedding, the Frey and Stark, where it was Frey and Tully wedding or whatever it's going to be, mm-hmm. to be the red wedding. And it turned out to be the, it turned out to be the red wedding. And when you heard them, when the doors closed, boom, when you heard them play that song after the episode before, uh, Cersei had told you what that song really meant, the reins of whatever. And it was like, oh, shit, something about to happen. And something happened. So, like, me me and Alex, we were both, like, kind of speechless. It kind of left you like, yo, Really? Really, this is this is this is how this is going down. But nonetheless, it's just so much. I mean, and it throws you for a, and the whole Game of Thrones thing throws you for a loop 
because you think if you don't know anything about the series, you think that the first episode is all going to be about Ned Stark. It's, it's going to be about Ned Stark. And then he gets killed at the end of the first season. You're like, the hell? Yeah, they get rid of it. Like, so, and, and How did you get rid of the main character? So like I said, I know a little bit. I don't know. I know a little bit just because I've seen the trailers or whatnot for season eight. So I know who's still alive. I don't know how they all start interacting or how they get to where they are. But now I'm like, so now I'm looking at the storylines like, okay, so what can happen to get this person here or get this person there? And now I'm like, if this almost all the Starks are dead or presumed dead, what's what's the thing? Is it going to be the Lannisters versus Targaryens? You know, since Khaleesi about to is is this whole fourth season about to be Khaleesi fighting people to get to get to where she is? Oh my God, what happened? I know, I know what happens with Joffrey. No, I just don't know how it happens to Joffrey. But you don't know, like, but you I don't, don't you know, know why this last season is, is such a big deal. I don't know why this last season is such a big deal. Shit. I do know that season eight is the season that's not written. So, like, all the other seasons were in the books. Yeah. If you read the books, you don't have season eight. Is strictly from the minds of the people doing the TV show. Season eight hasn't been written in the book. Um, so I do know that. But it's really like it's really. So it's going to throw you for a loop until like the end. You're going to be like right now. You you totally have a different idea of why they got to why. Why everybody got to this point. It's going to be so much. It's going to be so much more. I started back watching Ozark. I don't know if you've seen Ozark. Netflix. I watched the first like three episodes of season one and I got off. I couldn't. It was too slow for me. Oh, Way too slow for me. I couldn't. I couldn't back, get into it. Oh, uh, the back half of the first. Well, I'm going to say probably. Probably right after you stopped. That's when it picked up. Yeah. <laughs> and I and see. And now that means I have to start from the beginning just to get back. You know what I'm saying? Get back to where I need. And I'm, I'm not going to do it. And it's other two. It's too much. Of, I need to watch True Detective. I need to watch you. Got to finish watching This Is Us. This Is Us just came back. Yeah. Um, what's the other joint I got to start watching? Something is Love Is back yet? They canceled Love Is. They canceled they it? They canceled it. Get Love Is out of here. Love Is. Get Love Is out of here. They canceled it because they heard our roundtable. They canceled you, actually. But Netflix, I think it's going to pick it up. But they but they canceled you. You was on TV? Yep. You was, you was actually a Lifetime show. Why did they cancel it? Because it was so like creepy. No, they said they had like six hundred fifty-seven thousand viewers. Now it gets that's like on a, it gets that on a daily on Netflix. Yeah, and it's it's already up to like four fifty-seven. Yeah, million people have seen it. That's crazy. See the thing, I gotta start. Like, I, I mean, I, and I still watch Law and Order. Like even episodes I done seen all the time of Law and Order, I still watch. Uh, maybe if I get some more free time, that's what I liked about the. I liked about the holidays. I didn't have as much time to do it in the holidays, but uh, but I wish that I could have spent more time like just chilling and catching up on my shows. Love him. So, uh, yeah, so I need to watch you. I'm not gonna. Uh, you're watching Thrones, mm-hmm. and that's like really, like. That's really give me a hint about what I should look for in Thrones in this season four or five. I can't remember like everything that happened. Um, so uh, the youngest, so Arya's uh, run away. Yeah, 
Arya saw the red wedding. She was she was she, she was, was pulling, close. She, she was very close to her mom and dad at the red. I mean, her mom and brother at the red wedding. She was she was she was pulling up. Mm-hmm. Okay, Arya's going on an adventure right now. Mm-hmm. It's going. She's she's going on like a two or three season adventure. No, my one critique would be, I appreciate all the different storylines. I do. I just wish they would, they got to start converging. They cut. They got to start converging. Like they got to start overlapping each other. Like. Jon Snow's storyline needs to go ahead and meet back up with this storyline or this like because oh. at some point in season three it just kind of got a little bit boring where uh, it was episodes where take. all these episodes I mean this episode had all these storylines and they were entertaining but as a viewer you know more than the actor or whatnot in the than the character in the show so you like come on man like oh they're fighting this war over here to do this and blah 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 like let's hurry up and get to it it's more it's a whole bunch of um, and wait Targaryen, um, baby girl Targaryen, mm-hmm. she uh, are the dragons grown yet? The dragons are like teenagers right now. They're not fully grown. No, you gotta wait till they get big. They're not fully grown. They're like you gotta wait till they get big. They got some teenage. Angst. Okay, okay. The number one thing that you're gonna look out for, voice. Have you seen Thrones? No, I, I've seen like maybe three episodes. Okay, and it's, there's so much out now that I'm just two words. White walkers. I know the white walkers are. I know. I know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? They're they're walking while they're white, in the, with the snow. I get that. And Have they had any interaction with any characters? Any yeah, of the main yeah, characters. Yeah, yeah, not any of the main characters. Um, but they've had. I mean, besides the fact that Jon Snow killed one in like season two, when they they bought they bought some people back to the wall, and then the dude tried to attack them, so they killed him. They had to burn the bodies because how you get rid of White Walkers? You got to mm-hmm. kill them and burn the bodies. And then uh, Sam Samuel Samuel Tarley, the fat dude. Mm-hmm. He encountered a couple, killed one Mm-mm. when he was walking with the girl with the baby Mm-mm. that he had saved. I know, I know what you're talking about. Uh, so yeah, so now okay, now I know what to look for a little bit. You know, pink hair, and um, okay, all right. We just next time we record, I, I should have a word. Like I said, we just finished season three, about to start season four. Oh, oh okay. So, um. Did you see the uh, Steve Nate Smith Derek Carr thing today? Yeah, I saw his initial beef was with Max. Mm-hmm. And then I guess Stephen A kind of stepped in that thing. Or somebody threw Stephen A in there and Stephen A was like, yeah, I got it. But I, I didn't see Stephen A's like real response. I just read the article that um, lame ass Derek Carr was having beef with some. With, I'm kind of. I don't get understand why athletes get mad at. Sports commentators are speaking their opinion. You know what I'm saying? You don't work out with me. You don't know what I'm doing. Like their job is to what? talk on TV for three hours a day. Like you, you go. They gonna say some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. golly. Like and if you're playing, if you're not playing well, somebody gonna tell you you're not playing well. If I think that this quarterback is a better fit for this team, and you're that quarterback, then I'm gonna say what I gotta say. But anyway, that's that. We'll get on. We'll get into that another day about uh. NFL players and athletes' feelings. But voice, hit the music. That's some children yelling outside. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a kickback on the OAM Podcast Network. We thank you guys for listening. I uh, want to thank J.O. want to thank the voice. Uh, make sure you guys we want to thank all of our listeners and viewers on Facebook Live has a pretty good 
participation today. Thank y'all. Uh, make sure, man, if you like what you're listening to, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to uh, subscribe, support the show. Uh, we're going to do a better job in social media and stuff like that to get get it out there a little bit more. But uh, yeah, man, in 2019, we thankful for the ones that listen. We hope y'all tell somebody else to listen. And like we say every time, stay stay, stay woke, keep your head on a swivel. And we are out. Out! The Proceeding is an Elm production. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com. Gangsters make the world go round. Mike Chick. Uh give me something else. One two one two. No, you miss my love and my thug and thug love. I'm recording this one. Alright. <laughs> and I don't wanna boo you with it. <laughs> Alright, you got sound sound. New right. car, paid it bra, neighborhood superstar. <sighs> I'm good. You good?